Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. No one is, 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 is more locked From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. By the way, we should let our audience know that um, the Week 3 Reaction Pod is coming after the Monday Night Doubleheader. Yes, thank you for doing that. Because you're going to Sunday Night Football in Vegas, and I'm uh, flying out first thing Monday morning from Kansas City. So we're not going to do this on the road, and we're not going to make you – we're not going to record it. Two in the morning after. So you'll get an extra bonus. You'll get reactions to Monday nights instead of previews. Yeah. So we're gonna be we're gonna be a day late on the reaction uh, here. I, I will let you ask a lot of questions in a row, but we already have to change this next one because of the news from today that came out before I submitted the questions. And that's Panthers Seahawks. And so this was initially it was a question about Bryce Young, and it was more about like performance and how he got taken out for a quarterback sneak. Now it's just legitimately about, again, his durability as a small guy because it's being reported by the team itself that he's probably not going to play against Seattle and it's Andy Dalton in this game, Danny. Yeah, I mean, I think the question is still fair. It's just that the news, you know, maybe colors it a little bit different from when you sent the question this morning. How do you feel about Bryce Young? I mean, obviously you're terrified. Terrified. You, you traded a bunch of draft capital and a top 20 receiver to draft an undersized guy who everyone said was going to 
be a question mark of holding up in the NFL. And two games in, he's missing time for Andy Dalton, and they're volunteering to take him out on plays where you want the quarterback to run. It's obviously not good. I will say that this is just my eye test. I can't say that I've watched every pass, but I've watched quite a few. I don't think he looks bad. He has no weapons. We knew that before the year. It's like, it looks like he needs DJ Moore, you know, like, mm -hmm. and they traded him away. We, we knew he did not have game changing weapons. To me, a big thing is your release time. He looks like a guy who will be able to snap, throw, get the ball out from the pocket and put it where it needs to be accurately. That's a very valuable thing. So I, I don't think my eyes are telling me that he's for sure a failure, but his body might never let him get there. And who knows that's, about if they ever build around him. But my eyes tell me the passing yeah. is fine. That's what I that's what I would worry about. He's so small, and their line has regressed from a year ago with the coaching change. And is he going to take so many hits this year? And I don't even mean from a physical injury standpoint. Like, are all of those hits going to do some kind of psychological long-term damage? Sam Darnold, I'm seeing ghosts. David Carr in Houston type of situation here with Bryce Young. That's what I would be worried about. In this case, I think it's doubly bad because there's the very real threat that he's so tiny that he could also break from the hits. But I also would not dismiss the idea that it could do something. You get thrown in there. You get hit a lot. You don't like the feeling of getting hit. And how does that affect you going forward? Yeah, he got hurt in college, but it was at Alabama. Let's not act like, you know, he was Josh Allen at Wyoming where he was under siege all the time. Okay, like those quarterbacks are pretty insulated there. And that's why, like, I would be, you said scared to death, I think. I would agree with that as a Panthers fan. I don't think this is a good situation right now. The only thing that's good for Young is that even if it goes horribly wrong and it's terrible, the idea that and he's the number one pick, they've gotten they're committed to him long-term. Some of these other first-round picks, maybe that's not true of in today's NFL, but he's going to get all kinds of chances here next year, the year after, to be their quarterback. But they gave up. They didn't inherit the number one pick. They traded for it. So it's tougher to build a team around him right. on, a, on a rookie deal. Yep, 100% agree with that. You know what I mean? It's not like they – like I mean, their pick might they, – they go 4-13 they go and 13, all of a sudden, the Bears have the right to draft Marvin Harrison Jr., yep. who would help Bryce Young a lot, you know? So yep. they, it's just he needs to be a guy who elevates the talent around him because his receiver that they're going to draft is going to be drafted with, like, the 36th pick in the draft, you know? So it's just it's it's going to be harder to get him the help quickly. Broncos-Dolphins. Have you, Andrew Filipponi, made the Dolphins the number one contender in the AFC? To Kansas City. Oh, to Kansas City. I, yes. I misread your question. I'm sorry. Like, okay, so Kansas City is obviously the champion. And who is the team that is right? Right. So, so it has been it has been Cincinnati. People had wanted to make it Buffalo. You're basically saying, you know, who is the Phil Mickelson to Tiger Woods? That's what you're saying. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, this is an open shut case. I mean, this one is easy. I don't think you need Perry Mason. 
on this one to litigate it for you. Like, I think it's easily Miami. Uh, I was less sure about that when the season started. I kind of had them as maybe like the sixth or seventh seed in the AFC. But uh, some of these teams have dropped like flies. The calf injury for Joe Burrow. Uh, Jacksonville, we'll get to them. They're going to take advantage of a really weak division. The Chargers are 0-2. The Ravens would be the other team. But I would feel I, I feel better about the Dolphins uh, than I do the Ravens just because of, hey, both quarterbacks have injury risks, no doubt about it. But I like the cast of characters and the weapons in Miami. They haven't been beset by the injuries Baltimore has. So, yeah, I would say the Dolphins right now would be the team with the best shot. Yeah, I think that, I think you're right. I do think it's a pretty open and shut case. Um, do you think this will be the most teased game? maybe of the year. I feel like every teaser in the world is going to just say, yeah, the Dolphins are going to win. Of course. They're at home, South Florida humidity in Tampa, no belief in Russell Wilson, take it from six and a half down to they just have to win the game. Yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if like 90% of teasers placed you're going to Circa this weekend. If like 90% of teasers placed at Circa. That's a great point, dude. Was the Dolphins down to zero. Like, and I know it's like every every six and a half point line gets teased. But this is just like narrative, fantasy, team that the public loves against team that the public hates. Across the key number, they just have to win. I feel like literally every teaser that anybody bets is going to be Miami. Well, I've been hating most of your opinions, but I think this is a brilliant one. Thank you. On your part. And now that you've said that, it scares me. And I'm beginning to regret what I just said about the Dolphins because that makes me feel like the Broncos are going to pull off some like ridiculous upset where their defense forces like five turnovers Russ makes a couple of big throws late and they win the game like 23 to 20 or something like that. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, I, I'm like, God, I feel like everyone in the world, uh, it, it's a tricky survivor week because there are so many options. Correct. There's, you, yep. There's a lot of teams that are six point or more favorites. Um, uh, I have labeled bills commanders as my quote, Andrew Filippone sneaky big game of this weekend. Thoughts. Uh, I feel like it is bigger for Buffalo than Washington because of expectations. Washington came into the year with nobody thinking they could win their division and the majority of people thinking that they were more likely to get a top 10 pick than contend for a wild card, even though I was in the uh, group of people who thought they could contend for a wild card. So I don't think there's a a ton of pressure on them And if they lose a non-conference AFC game to a team that people thought was great, nothing should really change for their prospects of making a wild card or being the seventh seed in the NFC. But if the Bills lose as a touchdown favorite in Washington, we have to stop talking about them as a contender until further notice. So I think it's a significant, and obviously it's normally a bigger game for the favorite, than the underdog, but I think it is significantly bigger uh, for Buffalo than Washington. See, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't think anything that you said there was like that. Um, 
ir- irrational or illogical to me. Like most of what you said there, oh, I think thanks, buddy. you're welcome. Like some of that I'm like, okay, like Danny's onto something. I'm just surprised in the spiel that you just had. You didn't allow for the possibility of like what the narrative or what the conversation will sound like around Washington if they win. It was more about if the commanders win, what it means to Buffalo. If they win, they become one of the biggest stories in the NFL. They'd be undefeated. It it would remind me in a way of when Miami beat Buffalo early in the season last year. And even though Buffalo was not held in the same regard as they were at this time last year, the commanders would be one of these teams where, okay, do we need to collectively as a football society reevaluate who they are after beating Arizona and Denver after beating Buffalo? I'm saying, no, I know, but like almost collapsing, you know, the, the against the Broncos and beating a team that everyone thought was tanking and then beating a team that people would just say, Oh, all the smoke was that there's something really wrong with Buffalo. Clearly, we were right. Let's wait till Washington plays a good team. Like if Washington, you beats- don't think they'd get credit for beating a good team with the Bills? I mean, I've been, I've you been an ass on 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 Monday on Get Up, the old class. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the whatever get, the Get Up standard here. Oh no, okay, Greenberg Bar. No, I, I get what you're saying. No, no, the, the, use the first and Pod Bar. What's the bigger story? The team that won or the team that lost? Well, in this one, it would probably be, well, I don't know, Danny. Like It would be the team that lost. You don't think we'd say, do we have to start taking the commander seriously? If we would, we would after we said, eh, Buffalo. Biggest frauds in the NFL. Worst start, in, you know what I mean? It would be more about Buffalo. I don't know, man. If, if, if Howell were to outgun Josh Allen after what Allen did last week to remind people that he still is an elite quarterback, he completed like 13 passes in a row. If Howell and, and, and what is still regarded as a good defense, if they scored like 30 points and won the game, they're the story. I'm, so, like, I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree with you on that. You don't have to apologize, buddy. And, and by the way, the disagreement probably proves the point that it's a sneaky big game uh, for the weekend. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, I'm going to take Washington. Outright. I'm going to get on your team's bandwagon here. I'm going to get on your level. Good for you. I hope, listen, I hope they win. will make me feel very smart. I like, I, I think they're plucky, but, uh, yeah, I, I still think that the, the narrative would be about Buffalo. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.